0: Can we have a family meeting, Ashley? Yes. Can we have? I think I think we have some things that we need to to talk about. Okay. Kind of get some some things in order. Okay. Okay. For the for the podcast and not just us, but also our listeners. Like w- our family has family meetings, and and a lot of the times we want to bring clarity. Like Larry and I are trying to bring some clarity to stuff, and so we're like, hey, we probably need to have a family meeting about that. I think this is a good space. So this, is, this is this is our
1: like little family powwow that we're all having together. We're all gonna be on the same page.
0: Yes. And yes.
1: maybe make some changes.
0: Some changes. Yes. Just
1: change it.
0: You and me are people that I would describe as people who are constantly trying to evolve and become better versions better, better versions of ourselves. Yeah. Um especially right now. Like you know this next Monday's episode that's going to come out we're talking about we're going to be talking about time and things like that cuz you and I are constantly talking like right now the subject of our conversations is centered around how we're spending our time and things like that and and all of the, things of that nature but i feel like we always have these moments where we're hyper focused on something that's really relevant to us yes um and then we make changes from there yeah from a- there we we'll, yeah, and so I think it's about time. How how long have we been doing this this podcast? Are we at three months yet?
1: Uh, yeah,
0: pretty close. I think
1: we're in like two weeks. I guess we'll be at three months.
0: So this so is a pretty good time. They this. say they say around like that that quarter mark, that three month mark. We've had enough time to kind of gather some data about how things are going, and I think you and I have been talking off air and I think there's some changes that we could be making to the format of how we're formatting our episodes and maybe what goes where.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. We have been asking for feedback, trying to like focusing on like, what are people enjoying? What are we enjoying? Because I also believe if we are enjoying something like you feel that and like you're also totally if I listen to a podcast and I feel like they're not like, enjoying what they're talking about. Like you kind of like tune now, because they're not like, you can feel the passion. And so Mm -hmm. with that, I just think listening to people's feedback, seeing the things that they're super enjoying and figuring out how can we reformat the podcast to be able to focus on what we're passionate about, what people want to hear. And something that surprised me that I've heard from multiple people is that our... Okay, sorry. I just had to make sure I'm actually recording. <laughs> um, I'm like, ah, did I? You're did like I? paranoid now. Yeah, literally. Um, but make sure. Or people, multiple people said that they loved the little like mindful nuggets that we share. Like multiple people mentioned gratitude practice and how they've taken that little nugget that I just like I mentioned it in an episode, very like haphazardly. Yeah. And it's something that in reviews and messages, people are like, I love things like that. And so with that in mind, and with the fact that we've loved these bride interviews to the point where we've like, instead of making them Friday episodes, we've started like just making full episodes out of them. Yeah.
0: There's just a in lot of things that on, we've had in Mondays. mind.
1: Exactly. So, so with that said, Chris, what are we going to do? What are we going to shift and do?
0: So right now the current format is on Mondays, we've kind of, originally we were gonna be talking about just like wedding planning things, like taking a wedding planning topic, like how to choose your wedding photographer. Really breaking it down. And shooting the shit beforehand and then breaking it down, making it really practical and almost kind of creating a resource around that topic that we could give away for free Mm -hmm. for people to use. That's like how we started. Uh, And then I feel like we just had a couple kick-ass interviews. Like we had Jillian on, we had Abigail on, uh, we had Faith on. And, you know, they're bringing their expertise that is tied to their personal experience. And it's just so good. Like so good. To have those episodes and so uh, on Monday's episode I know that we're going to be transitioning to we're still going to do these these meteor episodes that are centered around wedding planning but I think they're going to pop up when the creativity is there the passion is there the drive when it's not like um, forced and it's not forced like when it like arises like when we hear about a problem we're like oh my gosh this is something that we should talk about because I don't know if you guys know this, you probably don't because we've never said it, but we put a lot of time into those episodes. Like mm-hmm. we spend more time crafting the outline for it to make sense to break down a meaty topic than we do recording. Yep. And it, it there is a lot of energy that goes into that, which there's nothing wrong with that. No. It the energy should go into that. But
1: they were like, it was like night. I mean, when we create those episodes, like how to choose a wedding photographer or like the wedding planning sucks. I mean, any of those, like, especially first five to 10 episodes, maybe. Yeah. We were recording from 9am to 5pm.
0: Yeah. They were all day, all, all day things.
1: All day events. And it that wasn't, like, we didn't think they were going to be all day. Events.
0: And it's great. And we're really, really happy about that. But we also... Like are trying to, I know, shift our mindsets to like doing things that we love. And we don't want to do those topics out of like obligation. Like we want to do them when the passion hits, when it's there, when we can talk about it, and it's birthed out of like, oh my gosh, we just had this experience at a wedding. This is something that needs to be covered. And and then we'll do those episodes. But we wanna kind of focus in on the main episodes on interviewing just badass people. Like people who have gotten married, people who have expertise in an area that relates to mental health or to wedding planning, or they're talking about their, um, el- their micro elopement or, you know, whatever it might be. Does that sound about right in the direction that we want to head with Monday episodes?
1: Totally. Monday's episodes will be guest interviews where they have like an expertise on a certain topic. And we, kind of let that person create the episode in a way like we will structure the episode based on that person and how they can bring value into your life. Like for example, we have someone in mind for doing a mental health episode and focusing on her elopement and decisions that she made towards that and like anxiety and all these things. These are her, it's her niche, her expertise and her experience that she can like share and inspire and like light a fire within you to make yeah better decisions that like make you happier. But those mixed in with us occasionally when we have like a fire underneath our asses where we can bring yeah. a like meaty wedding planning resource intermixed, like a healthy mix of the two.
0: Yeah. And and a lot of those will really center around intentional wedding planning, that, that whole thing.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Like I still, now, are we, mm, i was gonna say are we still gonna shoot the shit
1: yes we're still gonna shoot the shit so we're still gonna shoot the shit we are probably it may not be as long
0: but you're still gonna gonna try to not gonna run around as many rabbit trails
1: yeah we're gonna maybe try to stick to one rabbit trail fingers crossed we're gonna attempt chris and i like to talk um it's gonna be great it's gonna be great so those those are mondays
0: mondays episodes yeah friday's episodes are being canceled. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. But they're That's completely
1: not true. changing.
0: They are They are going to be changing a lot. So right now, the current structure is we do Q&A. So we have been polling people on Instagram. And um, I feel like in the beginning, we got a ton of people sending us their stuff. It's slowed down quite a bit, pretty significantly. Well, um, potentially because I've also with getting disappeared
1: feedback. off of the internet. <laughs> Sure, we're not gonna talk
0: about that mm-hmm. <laughs> but I mean it it regardless like it it is still slowed down. Um, and so we are gonna be making a change there. The other half of the episode was bride interviews. Yep. So we were gonna be doing interviews with brides and we had basically put out a, a call like hey, if you have anything that you want to share with us and so we are super thankful for everyone that did that. We I think recorded I think it was eight of those seven or eight of them. And so today, you are going to hear our last one that we kind of recorded. It's with J- Jordan Bergart. She actually owns a liquor store here in town. I think with her husband. She does. She's it's, great. It's my favorite beer. Yeah. Like liquor store in town. Yeah,
1: you went there recently and like absolutely. Loved oh, I go there all the
0: time. Like it is the bomb. You can buy singles there. You can build your own six pack. Anyways, it's fantastic. So today we're gonna feature Jordan's episode, and so you'll get to hear from her. But we're actually gonna be making a shift. At least with I'm gonna talk about bridal interviews first. What shift are we gonna be making there? Those aren't gonna be appearing on the Friday feed. Correct.
1: Nope. Those are going to be appearing on the Monday feed and they are going to be full on conversations, round tables with brides.
0: Yeah. I feel like we found ourselves like trying to keep these Friday episodes like short, like we wanted them to be micro, something that is easily digestible. Um, But in doing that, it's kind of like we kind of did a disservice to the Q&A and the brides because we were trying to keep a certain time frame, and we would fly through Q and A so quick, yep. um, so quick, and then yep. we would give more time to our brides. Obviously, we wouldn't fly through those interviews, but um, so Q and As those are not going to be appearing in the Friday feed.
1: Nope. But where are what they? What is going to be? be? <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll oh, get to that. But before we get to that, okay. My noises.
0: Before we get to that, what's going to be on Fridays? What is going to be the Friday feed now?
1: These are going to be... So our initial goal, like Chris said, is for these to be short, digestible. Like you can listen to it on your way to work and you don't have to split it up over the course of a couple of days to get 30-ish through. 30-ish minutes. Yeah.
0: Something like that.
1: And so now these are just going to be topics we're on fire about. And for example, I mentioned earlier, people keep commenting on this gratitude practice that I haphazardly said in one of the early episodes that's something that I can get really passionate and fired up about and how that has like shifted my life in mm-hmm. a positive way. And last week we talked about, or maybe it was the week before I talked a lot about the book, the four hour work week. And yep. that could be one of the like full episodes and how taking the tactics that I have digested from the four hour work week has literally shaped my life for the better, like still to this day. And I mean, it was like three weeks ago and I'm like, I'm the type of person that like I can try something and then drop it, but I'm still actively practicing things that I've learned from the four hour work week that could have been and could be a Friday episode where I'm on fire about this practice that I'm doing and how it's affecting my life. And how you can take these little nuggets of information, and they can positively impact your life as well. So it's kind of the goal. Yeah. What can we share that's gonna that we're on fire about? And maybe it's not a mental health thing. Maybe it's not gratitude practice. Yeah. Maybe it's not. Maybe a time it's a
0: relationship saver. thing. Maybe it's a uh, uh, maybe. Uh, maybe Chris, you know, me. I got a new gadget that I'm super. I don't know. Whatever, you know. Just. Yep. But they're gonna be these things that we are just fired up about at the moment. Yep. And, and it the could be that, wedding
1: related also. It,
0: it might be. Yeah. Maybe
1: we had an gosh, experience at a wedding. Maybe we just had a killer
0: wedding, yep. you know, the last week. And it's like, we got to share this. Like this is phenomenal. But the goal is to make these um, things that are easy for us to talk about. Super easy for us to talk about things that we're passionate about and things that are going to provide value to your life. Um, because we want to do that. We want to provide value. So that's kind of what you can expect from friday's episodes now with that being said
1: what about q a where's that Q&A. I-, I liked q a
0: i like q a too so before i say what's going to happen with Q&A, I kind of have to announce something else first so we love our community so much like a ton like we love interacting with you guys we love chatting with you guys i know that ashley is kind of taking a little social media hiatus and things like that um But you're working in rhythms into your life to be able to do that and to do it healthily and getting rid of things and other things. So you're kind of going through a whole like schedule restructure and things like that. But we also know that not all of our audience is on Instagram. And so what we're going to be doing is we're going to be creating um, an area on Facebook where we can actually interact with you guys In a Facebook group. And so this is going to be a bridal breakdown Facebook group. You can actually go uh, in the show notes for this episode, and there's going to be a link there. And then um, you can join this Facebook group. But this Facebook group is going to be centered around creating a community for the bridal breakdown. You guys can go in there. um, Anything that you're processing, anything that you're thinking through, you can feel free to ask it. And the great thing about these groups, because I see these all the time, is like, um, cause I, I'm in some educators that I follow, like I'm in their groups. The educators aren't the ones that are constantly interacting and answering every question. Like there are other people that are also answering questions that, you know, someone's like, Hey, what kind of camera should I use for this, this, and this, or, Hey, I'm looking into a course on lighting. What do you recommend? And like, and sure, sometimes the people who run the group answer those questions too. But a lot of times other people, other professionals, other people that are, uh, like in that same field or topic, like they'll answer questions too. So I think this could be a really, really good space where brides are encouraging brides. Uh, they're answering questions, helping like if someone's like, oh my gosh, I'm just having a really hard time with my mother-in-law and da-da-da-da and this and that and we just keep fighting. And even if it's just something like girl, yes, me too, same, Um, you know, just kind of yeah. getting that camaraderie. community, Community, you know, a tribe around that. So, We are gonna be starting that Facebook group. It is started, you can go again and click on the link in the show notes uh, to join that group. And so this is where Q&A comes to place. So Ashley and I are talking through potentially once a month, uh, maybe more, maybe twice a month, but right now we're gonna just see how once a month goes. Uh, and do a Q&A once a month that we go in and we do live. Uh, we'll do like a post where we say, hey guys, we're going to be doing a Q&A. Go ahead and drop all your questions in the comments below, and then we'll take your comments, and then we'll do like a show. That's uh, We'll do it kind of live, and we'll answer those questions, and then we will re-release that in the feed for people to catch who maybe aren't in the group. Yeah. Um, but really, the Facebook group is going to be centered around creating a, a community around... Wedding planning, intentional wedding planning, and the mental health kind of struggles that go with
1: that. Yeah, where somewhere where you can escape to to find support and people who understand what you're going through. Yeah, and yeah, just community. Like we we need community kind of now more than ever. I feel like. With everything yeah, and that's this has always
0: on. been something that's been on the radar that we have known that we wanted to do, but you know we wanted to give this some time to get going and to get started, and we really feel like this is the right time to pull the trigger on this. So. Tell your friends, if you have other people that are planning, I, I'm sure there's going to be lots of great conversations happening there. So uh, you can do that. Do we have anything else that we need to let people know?
1: We don't. I don't think. I think that's think. It. I think Changes that's are coming. Say, yeah. Oh,
0: I have one more. I have one more little thing. Okay. So this is probably not the last time that things are going to evolve. I like the word evolve.
1: I do too. Versus changing. <laughs>
0: Change has like this negative connotation kind of to it. But this is not the last time that we're going to evolve and make shifts um, for the better. You know, these will continue to go as the podcast grows and develops. And as Ashley's schedule and my schedule change with just different life things that can happen, you know, like things will continue to grow. Um, but the thing that's not going to change is, is we want to bring you guys great content that's relatable, that's going to help you.
1: Absolutely. So without further ado, with our interview today, we have Jordan Burgart, Chris has already talked a lot about Burgart Liquor, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Great place. And she got married in 2018, I want to say. Ugh, I wish I got that. Like, I wish I knew what that was. It was. I think it was 2018. It was a couple of years ago. And she is very detail-oriented. She very much works under the work smarter, not harder mindset shift. She's not going to be the person that is like... If that's going to be something that stresses me out, or if that's going to be a lot of work, I'm not going to do it. And she shares a lot of like insight and perspective on that. And she also was very vendor focused. So she put all of her mental energy into picking vendors that are going to make her life easier. Yes. And help her to do that work smarter, not harder. So and she shares a lot of just little nuggets. And you're going to love it. She's very type A, I believe. Totally. I, ju- I just wrote type, but I'm like it's type a she's very type a you're gonna i mean it's like my favorite type of human to hear from because i'm like oh my gosh i need to take some of those little tidbits that you roll through life with so yep without further ado here's jordan
0: Welcome to the breakdown, where we talk to real brides and break down their wedding days. I'm joined by Ashley and Jordan, who's the bride that we're going to be interviewing today. How are you both doing?
1: I'm good. Jordan, how are you feeling? I'm
2: great. Thanks for letting me be a part of this. You guys have such a great resource for brides, and I just want to shout it from the rooftops so everyone knows how beneficial this tool is for everyone.
1: You're so sweet. Well, yeah, for those we totally of you who. For those of you who don't know, Jordan is a previous bride of mine. She was married in 2018. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. And time is flying. It feels like you said this to me earlier today. It feels like I just saw you yesterday, but at the same time, it also feels like it's been 30 years. Yes. (laughs) Especially with the year we had last year. It's like I time. I don't even know what time is anymore. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So we're very excited to have Jordan on. She has one of the coolest pieces of intention in her wedding that's like super memorable and I, I just can't wait to dive into all of the things, but to go ahead and start, Jordan, will you tell our listeners who you are, where you're from, and then like what season you got married in, obviously 2018, but.
2: <laughs> sure. Um, so like they said, my name's Jordan. I'm from Wichita, born and raised. Wichita can't get rid of me. <laughs> and we were married October
1: 2018. Here and yes. Beautiful leaves, I
2: remember. Oh, and I feel like October can be kind of a crapshoot with weather. And the week before us, which we originally thought we were going to book for our wedding date, um, ended up having like some rain. It was a little chillier. And our wedding was at the end of October and we had like 70s. I mean, it was beautiful taking bridal photos outside with our bridal party. We were in College Hill Park. It was amazing. The leaves have just changed colors. Mm -hmm. I mean, it It was was phenomenal. So
0: good. Yeah so for you were you guys indoor wedding outdoor wedding
2: so we were indoor our um our wedding ceremony was at blessed sacrament our church okay and then our you guys just had a
0: huge renovation
2: we did it's gorgeous
0: yes i love it's it's so beautiful
2: it's beautiful and that long aisle walking down i I know i feel like it's one of the longest in town (laughs) <laughs> so phenomenal. Yeah, yeah,
0: for sure. So would you, Jordan, go ahead and describe like the vision that you guys were going for on your wedding day, decor, feel, vibe, um, all of that
2: my husband, Mark and I are very traditional. We're very old school. And so our vision, it's not sexy. It's not like eloquent, but we were work smarter, not harder. And we wanted to get the biggest bang for our buck. And so we were very strategic in who we decided to work with in terms of vendors. And, um, you know, I, like I said, traditional is, was definitely our vibe, but we focused probably 90% of our energy on our ceremony. And then, 10%, I would say, (laughs) into the rest of, you know, the reception and whatnot. Um, So decor was not huge on my list of focuses, like flowers, cake. I mean, I knew they were all things you need to worry about, but we, those were kind of on the back burner. We worked with the main vendors, like, you know, reception spot, um, your ceremony location, but we did, I mean, the rest beyond photographer and videographer were not a big deal to us. Yeah.
1: Well, and I feel like too, where you had your reception already mm-hmm. there was so much beauty to the space and like mm-hmm. oh gosh there's so much detail and like character to the petroleum club yes. that just building in room that you didn't need to do a lot in terms of like details and decor so you yeah. know, that wasn't something that you had to worry about because you right. chose such a detailed space mm-hmm. and yeah. are you still there me can you yeah. hear me Yeah. Oh, that's not what I meant. Um, are you still at the petroleum club? (laughs) No.
2: So I left at the end of 2019, right before I had our son.
0: Um, so
2: I'm stay at home mom. Now, uh, my husband, we own a liquor store with his brother. And so I'm doing marketing and social media for them.
1: Cool. Cool. But you, you, so you spent though, some time at the petroleum club afterwards. Yeah. This like dynamic, of mm-hmm. being able to speak from like a coordinating perspective. Yes. So I was well. at the
2: petroleum club for a year and a half as their events manager, which
1: That's is awesome. really cool.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it sure. was so fun. Really, so, so much- really cool. Do you miss it? I do. I do. It was so much fun. And I mean, what's more fun than a wedding. So to be at the happiest day of people's lives was so rewarding. And the brides were amazing to work with their moms, their families, the the bridal party. Like, I feel like I just got the best of everything getting to work there. Yeah.
1: Well, and actually now I'm remembering too, with the petroleum club, your reception Mm -hmm. venue, it was kind of like an all-inclusive thing. So as yep. of, from a bride's perspective, you didn't have to pick your DJ. You didn't really have no. to do anything. for Like there were so many things that you didn't have included. to worry about because uh-huh. it was all included. Was that mm-hmm. part of why you decide or were you already there at Petroleum Club when you?
2: So I hadn't started work. Well, I had started working there like a few months before our wedding. Okay. Um, But my brother or my husband's sister actually got married several years ago before us. Mm-hmm. And so we, had, that was on my radar. And anyway, when we learned what all was included for their fee, it was like, again, let's work smarter, not harder.
0: Yeah. No brainer. And
2: yeah, absolutely. Cause that was one thing I didn't want to, we've been in so many weddings, my husband and I both, and we didn't want to be running around setting up centerpieces that morning. And we didn't want to, I mean, honestly, I didn't want to set up anything, which might sound a little lazy, but I am. I, and I feel like Ashley, you're very big on this too. We're type A, very organized. Why have somebody else do something for me that I can do myself and it can be done right? Mm-hmm. But if you're strategic about who you're working with, you don't have to second guess anything. Like, like I totally. never, working with Ashley as my photographer, I never once was like, hmm, I wonder if she's getting that photo. Like, I knew I didn't have to second guess because she's incredible at what she does. Um, yeah. And so we were very smart about who we worked with because then we didn't have to, think, Oh, are they getting that done? I didn't have to worry about delegating because things were taken care of. Um,
0: I love that. I love that. So a little bit more about your wedding. So you said, Mm -hmm. uh, your goal was to work smarter, not harder. Mm -hmm. Um, and so what would you say your why is like, why did you to choose to have a wedding? What would, what would you say your why was?
2: So for us, I think it was truly celebrating the sacrament of matrimony in front of our family and the closest friends, Mark and I are pretty devout Catholics. And so we wanted to include all of those people that are so close to us in celebrating the sacrament at our church. So that was what was why we wanted to get everyone together to, you know, to be a part of that.
1: Yeah. So that gave you like that focal point, which is why you Mm -hmm. say like you put so much focus there into the Mm -hmm. ceremony. And when you say that you put a lot of focus, in your ceremony aspect, you said Mm -hmm. that earlier, what types of things did you put focus on with your ceremony?
2: Sure. So, and this kind of goes into like how we were intentional about certain things. We we wanted to incorporate um, as much sentimental things, sentimental to our family, I should say in the ceremony. So simple things like processional music, what our parents and grandparents walked down the aisle too. We included music that were in their weddings. So
0: oh I love which that.
2: which was really special. Thank you. Um so that was a little thing. Um another thing that was really really special was I actually wore my
1: favorite
2: grandmother's dress. Um so my mother wore it this dress, my grandmother wore this dress, my grandmother's sister wore this dress. Whoa. And my grandma and her sister, their aunt actually made it. So the rule, which is crazy. It
1: still makes (laughs) me like want to cry. I think it's the coolest thing ever. And Jordan's like, screw trends, screw what's happening right now. Like this is special to me. I'm going to, I'm wearing it.
2: Well, and it was never a thought in my mind. You know, you see all the, the, right when you get engaged, that everybody's going to try on wedding dresses. And like that never crossed my mind to go to any of the bridal shops in town. You're Um, like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. I always had my dress and it was so, like, I hope it's in a good condition. Cause it's been, you know, stored in a cedar trunk. And so, um, and it was just, it was so special to me to wear that. And the rule in our family was, if you want to wear that dress, you get to do whatever you like, um, in terms of alterations to it. So my grandma and her sister wore it and there was, you know, the style was a big collar up top and everything was covered. And then my mom got married in the eighties to my dad. So she had the poofy sleeves and then when I wore the dress, we kind of had that scoop neck and I took the, the puffy sleeves off. And, um, anyway, that was just really, really special. And yeah, it's all the photos that we have in the video to look back on that. My grandma actually had passed away just a few months before our wedding that summer. Oh, so it was just so special that that was a part of our wedding.
0: Yeah. I. You got love- to
1: carry part of her with you. Yes. Yes.
0: So you said that you guys were, that kind of the rule is in your family that you, whoever was wearing it could make any alterations. Mm -hmm. Did you, how was that with a, like finding someone to make the alterations? I I can imagine that that Mm. was super important to find someone who was, you know, very skilled, very, like, how was that process?
2: You know, so my dad, my family's very short, so we have a lot of alterations (laughs) anyway, because we end up taking... (laughs) pants and making them shorter for us. So my dad already had this wonderful woman who had done so many of his work, pants, um, slacks and jeans. I mean, I feel like he had had his whole wardrobe (laughs) altered. And so... (laughs) We had this wonderful woman. And I remember my mom and I, when we, once I got engaged, my mom thought, oh, we need to go ask her if she would be willing to do this. Cause you know, it might be a lot of work, who knows, Um, depending on what you want to do to it. And we met with her and she got like teary eyed when we had talked to her about it. And she was like, yeah. I absolutely want to be a part of this. I mean, it was months and months, you know, in terms of appointments with her and going through the fitting because she wanted it to be perfect. Um, and so again, working with someone who is detail oriented like me, I had no doubts that she could get the dress to where I wanted it to be.
0: Yeah, that is so, so, so cool. I mean, when you were talking about that, I was like, oh my gosh, to be the person that is making those adjustments, like I I would just imagine that that was so, so, so important to find. But that seems like a theme with you guys is finding the right team, the Mm -hmm. right people that you can trust um, on that. So I want to ask you now, Mm -hmm. um, what was the best moment of your wedding day? that just kind of stands out clear as day. When you think back on it, it's just so vivid in your mind. And you're like, oh, this was such a high point of the wedding day. And I'm sure there were many.
2: There were. Um, I think my all-time favorite was when we were up on the altar, the priest announced that we were husband and wife. I kissed my husband. And then we took a moment, we turned, and we got to see everyone in our church. That's our family, our friends, the people who have helped us get to this point. Um, and we, and, the, and to have it documented, you know, photos yeah. and video, um, that was just such a big moment to us. We, we were, we were officially husband and wife and here are all of the people that are the most important to us right in this room.
1: Well, and it ties back to your why though, because even when you said in the beginning, like, that's the most important thing to you was that ceremony in front of your family and friends. Mm-hmm. So kind of, they tie together. That was like your win of your wedding.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: definitely so- I mean and also we made our sweet guests sit through over an hour of a ceremony and <laughs> sweet Ashley and Nick and Jen of Wild Oak Films they also like they were troopers because Mark and I wanted our ceremony we were like how long can we keep folks in this church with us like is two hours <laughs> too much <laughs> um, and so we yeah we incorporated a lot of Latin and like very old school traditions in our ceremony oh, and yeah they, everyone was bearing with us.
1: (laughs) It was incredible though. It was incredible. I keep hearing a theme. Like there's, you have a lot of, there's a common theme with you in general as like sentimentality. And like, obviously you want to like honor your faith, but you keep saying your vendors, they needed to be detailed. Like, and I, I like, that's, I was like writing that down earlier. So how did you find and know to find Vendors that were detail oriented, so you could continue to be relaxed through your wedding. Because had you not done that, the type A person that you are, you would have been amazing. Would have been doing it
2: all myself. Yeah, That's yeah. A
1: good question. <laughs>
2: So I managed this, what probably to other folks would look like a crazy spreadsheet. Mm -hmm. um, And it had every vendor on it. So I had, even though I knew, Ashley, I wanted to work with you, I did all the the legwork and did the research on all the other photographers in town Mm -hmm. that I would consider working with. And it was more of to cover my bases with Mark to know like, hey, I've checked it all out, but if we want to get the biggest bang for our buck and work with the most strategic folks, this is what we need to do. Um, and so I did, I mean, it had our photographers our videographers, flowers, cake, reception venues, um, hair and makeup people. Um, it, I feel like it had very little, you know, like super minute yeah. details on there. Um, but I kind of just did this all encompassing spreadsheet and we kind of, it was more like, okay, let's come back to the spreadsheet and see what, what all do they offer? What's in, you know, what's included in their package, Um, And from that, we were really able to drill down and especially looking at word of mouth, like with people that have just recently gotten, gotten married. And, um, that was helpful too, but I would say just doing the legwork is really what landed us on such amazing people that we worked with.
0: And so you, you use the phrase legwork. What did that process look to you? Cause there might be, you know, people who are planning right now that they don't even know, like, how do I do my due diligence in finding these vendors? Like what, what was that legwork for you?
2: So for me, it was just a lot of online research, which doesn't sound very exciting, Um, but I just wanted to find the, for us, I know it was photographer, videographers, uh, reception venue, but find those in town that were either notable or we knew people that had, you know, been married there or worked with them. Um, And so it was really just looking online and kind of talking to folks that have, been in our
0: shoes yeah checking all the channels google reviews facebook stuff what they Mm -hmm. have on their website everything
1: yeah it also sounds jordan like you knew and like outlined i feel like you did a lot of these things naturally because you naturally work this way but you found your priorities before moving on to anything else you're like i know because you keep saying my venue my photographer and my videographer like that's what i'm going to focus on and put my resources in whether that's like time money whatever like i'm going to go hard in this area and the rest you're like i'm not gonna worry about it
2: yeah it was kind of like we had a few non-negotiables we were going to get married in our church we were going to find a reception venue that was as close to all-inclusive as you can get and um i wanted to work with you guys as my photographer ashley and sweet other ashley and so it was like beyond that we'll take care of those details but they were not pertinent to me i mean i i our cake was beautiful. Our flowers were beautiful. They were not my focus. Um, they were more of like a necessity, <laughs> yeah. but oh. um, I wasn't going to lose sleep over who we worked with for a cake or what our bouquets looked like. Um, beautiful details in photos mm. and videos. And I mean, I still have my bouquet. My parents dried it when we were on our honeymoon, but it wasn't a make it or break it for me.
0: I love that. You know what you wanted and you trusted that and you just, you know, you just ran with it. I feel like that, like, I want to use the phrase like confidence. Like you have this wedding confidence that it's like, I know what I want. I'm going to run with that. I'm going to go with that. And I think sometimes I see this sometimes in younger brides, uh, even maybe not even younger in age, but younger in maturity, even as well. Mm -hmm. Like they just have a hard time having that wedding confidence. That could be That could be a topic for us to talk about one day, actually. But Well, I
2: think it's just so overwhelming. You have a million choices and how do you narrow down on what you want? And I know you guys are a mental health podcast. Did I say that correctly? Mm -hmm. Um, So when you address mental health, um, Mark and I, when we went into this, we were like, you know, like I said, work smarter, not harder. But we kind of hit it hard, like hit the ground running. And I would say like the first three months of wedding planning, we knocked everything, everything big out. So we booked the church, we booked Ashley and Ashley, we booked our re- reception venue. Um, and that way we could kind of coast. So it wasn't stressful after that. Like you book the big yeah. important things you get on their calendars, um, and then you can breathe, <laughs> which was really nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, The other, sorry. And I guess with that, the only reason I said that, sorry, was I knew I wanted to make those decisions and not go back on them. If I, if I had all this time to think about it and think about it, then
1: I might change my mind.
2: And I didn't want to, I'm very, let's make a choice, let's move on. Um, And so I wanted to lock those in and not have to think about it until we get married. And then I get to enjoy and reap the benefits of our work.
1: Yeah. Yes. And I love the way that you're looking at it this way, because that we talk about this and we're going to actually soon, which will already be released now, but have a dress episode because a lot of people have dress remorse where they like second guess their decision afterwards. And it's like, you just have to trust that the decision that you made at the time when you made it, you're like, I did my due diligence that I made it for a reason. I need to trust myself in that. And I feel like you are very good at doing that. Like you're even preaching that, like, I'm just going to do it (laughs) and I'm going to move on. Like, I'm not going to worry about it. It is water under the bridge. I love how
0: these themes during these, there's like these themes that we're noticing just with all the different brides that we interview. Like some people might feel like, Oh, well, I didn't have a wire. I didn't necessarily know. But when you get people talking, you can very clearly see like no, you had priorities. You may have not written it down, but, but you did. And so that's mm-hmm. really awesome. You, you mentioned that we're a mental health podcast, so I kinda wanna shift that direction a little bit. Um, you know, it sounds like you guys made a lot of decisions on the front end very early on to try to alleviate some of the stress that might come with that, and, and then maybe second-guessing yourself. Were there any other maybe mental health blockades or barriers that, that you hit at some point? Um, and if so, how did you overcome those?
2: the guest list. I think everybody warns you that that's can be a stressor in wedding planning. And I think just getting on the same page. Um, like I said, we're very intentional about what our priorities were. I didn't want to in, we didn't want to invite, you know, people that were in our kindergarten class, like see them on Facebook, see that they're all having kids and they're doing great, but we're not close with them. And so I think trying to narrow down who to include I mean that's hard because you wouldn't yeah. I mean wouldn't it be great to include everyone you know at your wedding oh for but sure that's not very feasible <laughs> um I mean if budget is no object then that's awesome and rock on
0: <laughs> did you find did you find that um that you and your your now husband fiance at the time mm-hmm. uh, or maybe even uh, parents um that that had they wanted to maybe invite people that you didn't necessarily want to or did, was that an issue at all
2: it, I think because of how clear we were in communicating this to our parents, they were very gracious and understanding as to why we didn't want to invite, you know, let's say families that we've been to their Christmas party once in the last 10 years or something like that. Like they right. were very understanding because Mark and I approached our wedding. We were both a little bit older. And so in our mind, we were going to pay for everything, Yeah, but our families are very traditional. And so they were so gracious and helped us with all of that. And knowing, you know, when other people pay for things, they have opinions to (laughs) include, Um, but they were so understanding. And I think because Mark and I were very clear in our communication with them, we were very open. We included some sentimental things that were very important to them. Um, and so I think because it was a collaborative effort, it, we didn't have huge hiccups or like, oh, well, we need to include this person or, you know, it, It was a much smoother process, I think, than I even anticipated.
1: Yeah. It it was probably that, like, mental prep work that you had. And A, people told you this is going to be hard. So you're like, okay, I know this is going to be hard, so I'm going to put these parameters around it, which helped you kind of, like, wade those waters more easily. Because it is a hard decision when you decide, like, I'm not going to invite this person. And then potentially dealing, you know, your anxiety starts to roll. Like, are they going to be upset with me? You know, you already just, you knew, you knew your why in inviting people. Well, and knowing that you cannot
2: please everyone. I mean, in anything, whether it's wedding planning, whether, I mean, it could be serving dinner to your family. I mean, you, at some point you can't please everyone and that's okay. And at the end of the day, it's you and your fiance getting married. And so coming back to your priorities, your intentions,
1: Hmm. and just
2: clear communication with that, I think that really helps.
1: When you say clear communication, you how did you do that with your family members? Did you sit down and like have dinner with them and tell them? Did you tell them like very early on that this was the plan? Do you remember? Again, had a lovely
2: friend. It was actually the family I babysit for and they introduced Mark and me, which was really neat. Um, she had said, take a stab at your guest list. And have your parents take a stab at your guest list and have your fiance's parent take a stab and then bring those three together and let's see how they overlap. I love and that. so, I, which is like, okay, that seems like a lot of work because we've got, you know, you'll have a lot of duplicates and like obviously on the same page. But so we handled it that way. Um, and we took the initial stab and then it was more. We sent it to our parents and we sent it to Mark's mother um, and worked that way. And mm-hmm. so I think because we tried to think of almost everyone that they would want to include, it made their job really easy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was more just conversation about, should we include X, Y, Z? Should we include ABC? You know.
1: Yeah. And they felt probably included, like you took the time to think of the people they would want to invite. So they didn't think that like, oh, you're not even thinking about me. Like we tried, like if we didn't include them, there's probably a reason that we didn't put them on the
0: list. Circling back around, um, mm-hmm. we had talked about your wedding day high. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say was maybe a low moment of the day?
2: We had a phenomenal day. And so to think about like the worst part of that wonderful day, I would, I don't even know if this really counts as a low, but I would have loved for my grandmother to be there and see the dress um, and see how happy Mark and I were to be married. Um, Mark's father had also passed away several years prior. I would have loved for those two to to be there. Um, Obviously life happens. And so that would be probably my sentimental low, Um, a funny low that happened that I think is hysterical. (laughs) And also it's captured because Ashley and Ashley are amazing and take photos. of So many things, um, my, um, my husband, so I had said, Hey, day of, you don't really need to worry about much. You need to get ready and get to the church. And we had two envelopes. Um, one had cash for our bus driver and one had cash for the altar servers at church. And he said, Hey, bring those with you to the church. You know, no big deal. Then we'll have them. And Mark actually forgot those on the counter at home and so there's a photo when we are outside of the church about to get onto our bus to go take photos and I'm like standing with my arms open talking to him like how could you have forgotten the money like you have two things to do this morning and it's so funny and so of course Ashley takes a photo my sweet maid of honor is holding my train I'm talking with my arms out open to Mark and Mark's just like I don't know how I forgot it like it's sitting on the counter and I mean obviously drove back home real quick got it before we even hopped on the bus but it was just like it's so funny to look back now that i think that was like oh that was horrible and
1: yeah
0: right we're right. all still
1: here <laughs> yeah so did that get you like on the day of did you find yourself like actually frustrated and like actually a little mad and having to pull yourself out of that like having to tell yourself it's not a big deal jordan it's not a big deal like did you find yourself getting flustered I kind of did. Yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Embarrassing to even say like our house is five minutes from our church. Like it's going to be fine. We're going to go get it. I think because, you know, we hired the people we wanted to work with. Everything was taken care of and it was like human error on our part. Not anybody we hired. It was like, how do we fail on this? And Yeah. yeah, for that to be a fail, that's a it's a win of a day. <laughs>
1: yeah. So how did you, the day of, do you remember how you like got yourself back to center to be like, let's not worry about it. Let's not, or was it just because you guys, Mark was like, look, we can go get it. Get yeah. It my, he is so
2: understanding and has the patience. Patience uh,
1: is the word I was going to say. He is so
2: wonderful in that regard. And so for him to go Hey, I've already sent somebody to the house to go get it. Like, I mean, he had a solution nice. and he was ready. And yeah. I, I still love that. That was like our low point of the day.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Afterwards, when the wedding was all said and done, did uh-huh. you have or find yourself like having any moments of regret or like the next day like, is that it? Did any negative feelings kind of come up afterwards that you then had to deal with and be like, you know what? It's fine. Like, no, I didn't. I don't know what an example could be, but like, I remember just feeling the day after my reception. I didn't really have a why for my reception. I just wanted to party. Mm-hmm. But I remember <laughs> the next day being like wrestling so hard with not mingling with all of my guests, like it, like really, really weighed on me the next morning. Did you suffer mentally with anything of that nature in the following days? Or I feel like typically it's like the next day that like you wake up. I think that's when it
2: happens. You know, I don't, I, this is again, probably very silly, but Mark and I, because like I said, we're very intentional with our relationships, we were very good at talking to our guests at the reception, but we did not dance. I mean, we danced, you know, our first dance. We did the father-daughter dance. He danced with his mother and you got a couple of photos, right? When we started dancing, but then we talked to all of our guests. We had a few drinks and we never got back on the dance floor, which we had a wonderful time, but I joke, I can't get my husband on the dance floor at any other wedding. And I barely got him on the <laughs> dance floor at our own wedding. So I got that might be a regret just because
1: yeah. it was our
2: day and we weren't on the dance floor, but you know, then I look at it and that's not, I mean, it's again, if that's a loss, it's a great win of a day. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. So how do you find yourself coming I said this earlier, coming back to center, but how do you find yourself um, when a thought like that comes and you're like, oh, I wish I would have just enjoyed my day. Is that the way that you're coping with it is if that's the worst thing that can happen or was there another tactic that you used to kind of be like, I'm going to be okay. Like this is going to be fine. I think the
2: first, just if that's the worst that happens, it was a great day. Um, yeah. I don't
1: really have regrets
2: from our wedding day. It was a beautiful day. Everything was taken care of. We worked with some phenomenal people, and we we just had a great time. That's okay.
1: good. That brings that. I have another question. I like caveats mm-hmm. and off of that. So you have no regrets, and I love that. And we keep getting back there, and it's something I think everybody wish and hopes for for their wedding day. I talk with my hands so much. I love it. <laughs> how did you do that? Like how how do you think? Because you may not have done it consciously. But how did you equip yourself, do you think, to be able to walk away after your wedding and not have regrets? What did you, what's the magic sauce that you think (laughs) you sprinkled on yourself?
2: I think we, okay. Okay. I think we didn't try to do anything that wasn't our style. We did not strive for Uh. this wedding to have 500 people at it. And like, it's going to be featured in the knot. and It's going to blow people away and everyone's going to want their wedding to be like ours. We could care less. <laughs> that was not our style. And we worked with people that met us where we were. Um, I can't brag on you enough, Ashley, you and Ashley were so wonderful to work with Mm -hmm. Mark and I are not flashy. We're not, I would say we're not very exciting people and you meet us where we are. You didn't try to make us look like some supermodel couple. You were cool with us in, in Wichita flag t-shirts in front of a mural, because that's what we look like on the weekends. Like, Mm -hmm. I just love that. We found people that were like, hey, this is your authentic self. Let's celebrate that. Let's not try to make you into this Barbie and Ken couple. That's going to be, you know, this is going to be how weddings are going right. to go moving forward.
1: Chris, she almost did all of the things that we're preaching.
0: I know. Before exactly.
1: Or knowing that she did it. You know what I mean? Like when we talk to people about weave intention through your day, be yourself, be a, a unapologetically yourself
0: plan the wedding that you want
1: not what everybody else expects of you and look at her she's literally sitting here saying i have no regrets
0: yeah and this is like
1: it it is monumental and just goes to show how not just following a trend Mm -hmm. like that's not going to bring you the happiness It's, it's
0: almost like if you do follow the trend you are probably setting yourself up to have some regret um yeah if you, you're doing
1: things because you're supposed to do them. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. I love that. I've, I hadn't drawn those, those parallels now, but it's almost like, I don't know that anyone can regret proof their wedding, but man, you can sure put the odds in your favor to not wake up the next day without regret. If you know your why, you know, your wins, you are who you are, like all of that stuff.
1: Yeah. And I would truly say that that's, I, I remember you even leading up to your wedding, saying things like that, like, Ashley, this isn't going to be the fanciest wedding you've ever photographed. I just want you to know that. And I'm like, girl, you just be you. Like, I'm I'm not expecting a thing out of you. And you did. You just like lived in that. And you almost also didn't make your wedding out to be, you know how people are like, this is going to be your best day ever. And you would probably say it was like one of your best days, but you didn't like put this unrealistic expectation on it. Like yeah. It's going to be diamonds and the most like beautiful, you know, you didn't set the expectations super, super high for yourself. You're like what it's going to be. It's going to be, I'm going to enjoy it with my people. I'm going to live my why. And if we do our why get married in front of our friends and family, like I am going to walk away happy. Mhm.
2: And my husband's groomsmen had all been in each other's weddings. So my husband alone had been in six other weddings, Very, you know, pretty recently. <laughs> yeah. And all of the, which groomsmen cracks me up because they don't have a ton of opinions from what I've seen in other weddings. Right. right. And all of Mark's groomsmen were like, this was a great wedding, low stress. We got to show up. Everything was taken care of. I have never heard a groomsman compliment, like taking bridal party photos outside. And those boys... <laughs> We're like, this was easy. Your photographers were fabulous. They took care of this. I mean, everything was efficient, effective. And I mean, I don't think you can put a price on that. We no. we look oh. back at our wedding and we have so many wonderful memories.
0: <sighs> oh, you've said so many good things during this episode. Like you've been dropping gold and, and we love it. But I have one last question for you. Uh, is there, if there was any advice that you could give to any person who is planning their wedding day, what would it be?
2: So advice, I would say to be strategic about who you work with. Um, Because when you are strategic about whichever vendor you're going to work with, um, it's easy to delegate tasks to them. Um, You're not afraid to pay for that service because you know, it's going to be handled well. I feel like that was, you know, shown throughout all the vendors we worked with, we paid for this service, we knew that they could meet our expectations. And they didn't only meet them, they exceeded our expectations.
0: That's phenomenal. Is there is there anything else that you might want to say that you haven't had a chance to say during this interview that, you know, we didn't ask a question about? Is there any lingering thought that you might have that you were like, Oh, I wish I would have said that it could have to do with anything?
2: I think when Ashley hit on, you know, doing, this is why we're getting married, you know, to do what we're supposed to, or this is, you know, on trend or whatever, don't be afraid if it's not flashy. I mean, like I said to Ashley leading up to our wedding, like this, like I, at one point I remember being thankful she was working with us because I'm like, God, some of the stuff that they post on um, their social media is just beautiful and elaborate and wonderful I see people's elopements and they're just stunning and I was like this is it's just kind of low-key it's not crazy exciting and that's a hundred percent okay because when I look back at my you know everything that was documented whether it's my video my photos we love it and it is a hundred percent us and it's okay that it's not flashy or exciting in some people's books I mean it that's a hundred percent okay and i think people need to like girls need to hear that when they're going through wedding planning because you see you know these crazy weddings that i bet were amazing to be at but that's not attainable for everyone and so yeah. just being you and what you and your fiance believe in harnessing that and fostering that that was probably a terrible answer what oh my Go god
0: away. no it was so good oh my i my gosh it was sit- amazing
1: i'm sitting here going I remember her telling me this, like now that she's saying it, I, I actually remember her being like, I'm so sorry that this, my wedding is not going to look as cool as the other weddings that you post. Like, I'm sorry. And I'm like, dude, I I thought it was going to be
2: a huge letdown. I don't know why. I just think because we're so laid back and so low key that it's not this what other people would perceive as a fabulous event. Like it was like, God, and Ash, they picked our wedding to work with us on this day. And it was beautiful. They could have had some phenomenal outdoor wedding that had like 500 people at it, it was super exciting. And they like chose to be with us.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I just thought, Oh, you might I remember you thinking that. yeah, it was, a, it was incredible. Obviously I, there were so many pieces of sentimentality and intention through your day. And I feel lucky that to be able to have had that experience with you, to get to know you. I told Chris before I'm like she's the nicest person ever. She's going to absolutely she did love that. talking to her. And she yeah, said I feel the like the
0: nicest me. person she's ever met.
1: I I probably did say that actually verbatim. The nice, You need to meet more people. I don't <laughs> I'm the
0: that is something the nicest person in the world would say.
1: <laughs> right?
0: Yes. Right. Ashley, do you have anything else for I don't- Jordan?
1: I don't. I'm, I'm super excited and glad that she was on. I I, like, this is like a wedding win and not everybody has that. And so I'm really excited that people get to hear the perspective of somebody who was like, you know what, this does not end all be all these details don't matter.
0: Absolutely. Well, listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks for being with us and listening. Be sure to tune in next week as we answer your questions and break down another wedding.